offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount. Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh, God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow Grimes. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons <laughs> for you. Hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Right. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed up. <laughs> Welcome to Driving While Awesome. My name is Warren. I am Lane. I am Brian. Yo soy Art. Juan. Wonderful Art. <laughs> is that what you call it? Wonderful. Sometimes. Are you wandering? I'm wandering around. <laughs> Not all that wander are lost. How many Stop. Mexicans does it take to change a light bulb? Ooh, I don't know. Juan. What? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. oh, go on, Brian. Yeah, Brian. <laughs> he, he, let's see it. Let's yeah. hear it. What's it called? Uh, two Mexicans playing basketball. Oh, Juan on Juan. Uh, <laughs> did you just come up with that? No. Oh. So In fact, nice. I have another one that I'm totally forgetting right now. What do you call a Mexican geologist? A Is geologist, this? you racist fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Warren. Thank you. <laughs> Insert any any profession. Yeah, any race, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and we laughed and we laughed. All right, welcome to a Thursday edition. We are going, going to have a guest show up shortly, uh, Naveed from Speed Hunters. We'll be here soon, but until then, we're going to get started and uh, kick this thing off, huh? Let's kick it. Kick it. SF Production Gabe, take your pick. All cars in the world are black or all cars in the world Harlequin? Black. Black. One. Mm. Come on, Juan. Harlequin. No, come yes. on. You're wrong. You F40? Yeah. Mean that. Every car. Imagine yeah. every car in the street. A Harlequin F40 would be legit. Yes, it would be. That would be cool. One yeah. of them might be legit, but yeah. all of them. But it would also be lame. Every, like, black at least would show off, like, the lines and everything of a cool yeah. car. Every car Harlequin did. Oh. Like, your Prius next to your <laughs> F40, next to your whatever. Ne- like, uh, Camry, every Camry. I'm just a colorful guy, Lane. I, I know you are. You're fun, fun, uh, whimsical fun, you're world. You're a fun guy. I'm a fun, I'm a fun guy, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm trying to skip ahead here for a few questions that aren't related to Naveed, but um, Beautiful Mind Game says, what's more annoying, a lumpy, small, dead pedal or a rattle that won't go away? Rattle. rattle. A lumpy, small, dead pedal? That's never annoyed me. I mean, it's definitely not going to ruin the car, right? A rattle. Rattle. Yeah. bug the yeah. shit out of me. Yes. Yeah, a rattle. Rattle for sure. Although I hate when cars don't have dead pedals. A hard dead pedal. It is awkward, yeah. Yeah, like my thirties carpeted, so it's there, but it's not super solid. Nine twenty four is a, a plastic piece on a soft padded yeah. weird thing. It's it's not hard plastic like a thick plastic. It's right. just like I guess I would call it vinyl. No, it's like a really good dead pedal. Almost actually. vinyl. Mine doesn't have a real dead pedal. 
Mm. It's vinyl. Like no, I know it's 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 off the side, but it's like flat. It's flat. It's carpeted. And it's padded un- underneath. It has the same padding as the yeah, carpet that's does. Not good. Yeah, you know, it's not. It, a it hard has one. it has rubber. Right, right. It but you want it to be solid. I don't like know if I use yeah. a dead pedal. Like I can't remember being bugged by them or even using them. Hmm. I like yeah, the nine forty four dead pedal. You like the soft soft underneath? Over the pedal, hovering or flat on the carpet or something. Oh, knee up. You can't do that okay. in like a 944 or something. The flat, the floor is too flat. I want to take a video <laughs> and see what my legs do. I don't even, I'm not even um, aware of what they do down there. So interesting that for you to say that rattles drive you insane. So ZR none was like, it was, everything was so rattly and loud that it became like a hum maybe. Is that so? It, be, it I think wasn't, that is true. I it think wasn't that applies there. Like a distinct individual. Oh, rattling. dude, that's totally a thing. Like if a car, if an old car is just rattly, yeah, that's, that's totally fine. Is, yeah. That's just the way the car is. But if the car is otherwise nice, like and nice and well a, put together, and there's one little rattle, yeah, that out. is the most annoying thing like ever. If there's something in the cup holder, yeah, that's jingling around. That drives me nuts. Yeah, but if the whole car is rattly, you're like, oh, yeah, it's just a rattly car. Yeah. Okay. And you're like, yeah. we need to eat. And who should we eat with? You're like, probably Navid. Uh, probably Navid, yeah. Kurt K. Photo, are you supposed to tip professional auto detailers? I never have. It's a great question. I don't think I have either, to be honest, unless they go above and beyond for some reason. Be honest, Warren. Just be I'm honest. I'm trying to be honest. Or unless can't. they charge you like a 10, if you know what I mean. Where it's two hundred and thirty dollars and all you have if is they 20s. give you if they give you a deal, if they're like your buddy. Yeah. Or they're like, you kind of know them and they give you a deal, then you yeah. probably want to tip them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't know how that works. But, well, wait. I wonder. Definitely, I, if you take your car into a place, yeah. Like a car wash, you definitely oh, tip there. Yeah, but that's not a professional detailer. You definitely tip the guy who washes your car at like Whaler's Car Wash or something, you know, yes, one of those places. That's not a detailer. Yeah. You're definitely tipping that but guy. But do you tip like, if you bring it to Kevin Autoworks Detailing and, he's charging and it's good Kevin money. and he's charging you what he wants to charge you, do you tip him? Just a tip. You, I think Just you do. a tip? Yeah. Do you? Mm-hmm. How much do you tip him? Just the tip. <laughs> this guy over here, Michael know, Scott in the I building. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> that's what she's doing. Yeah. yeah. I've never tipped a detailer before. I didn't even think that was a thing. I'm sorry to all the detailers out no, there. No, no. I don't think it is a thing, but... No, it's definitely a thing. Where someone goes above and beyond. And don't they... I mean, but that's... That's kind of a detailer's job. That's what they do. I'll give you a tip. You missed the spot. It's hey. almost... Oh, here we, here we go. Oh, hey. I, well, Warren's saying, what if they go... And you didn't pay for you like I you know you didn't ask for it but I went and I color sanded a couple areas right. yeah, yeah, and right. um, or I had some trim black and I, and I, I had took care trim. of like this thing and you're like oh shit that's awesome yeah. then it was mm. supposed to be 150 bucks and you give them you your know, brakes were a little soggy so I bled your brakes for you Jesus no that's a whole other thing yeah I take can see money, that. take money away yeah Axel Jor says are there any are there any old slow cars on the rally, or am I the only one? God, so funny. we have a BMW E30. Okay, well, right, I made a list, by the you way. You did yeah. make a list. Of slow cars. I just made a list. Of just the slow cars? 924. Mm-hmm. A regular 924. <laughs> really slow. 944, 924S, 318 IS, 240SX Nissan, BMW 2002, Porsche 912, NA Miata. Almost all of these are faster than his Alpha, though. Right? Not are even, dude. His, his, his Alpha is pretty, quick. Pretty quick. Oh, is it? I don't know. Yeah. That. Not, not like all these are probably slower, actually. Uh, um, NA Miata, BMW 1602. That's a 1968. Wow. 1986 that's a Colt GTS Turbo. 
I know it says GTS and it says turbo, but that thing has to be slow. 325i, 240z, MGB GT, 300SL Mercedes, R129, mm-hmm. um, and a Mark II GTI. There you go. So You're in good company and the slow group. Yeah. yeah. Slow I car agree. fast. And a few of them are, are as old or older than your car. Yeah. I think that's... There's going to be fast cars with slow drivers too so yeah, don't count true. yourself out as far as the old thing goes there's plenty of like you said 912 mm-hmm. uh 2002 60 all the cars i just yeah not all of them but yeah they're i mean they're all, all old right right yeah. his is from the 60s right 70s or 70s yeah yeah like we've had 356s out there we've had bugs out so there. there was a there's a Scirocco and a rabbit and i was going to put them on the list but the the rabbit has a 1.8 turbo uh, two of the rabbits have turbo motors, and the Scirocco is a VR6. Mm, those are fast. Yeah, that's too fast. Um, okay, now we've lost art as uh-huh. well. It's fast and not furious. It's fast and reasonable. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, no one's furious. Maybe this is a good stopping point, and then uh, we'll get art back and Naveed. <laughs> and we're back. Uh, we are now joined by Naveed. Uh, Eat with Naveed on Instagram, right? Yep. It's me. How are you doing? Doing well, man. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Thanks for coming. Uh, We got started on some of these questions, but if you don't mind jumping in, and then on our Sunday edition, we'll get a little bit more in depth on uh, what you're up to. And And we have a sleeping bag. You can camp out. It's just a couple days, but you'll live the Santa Cruz life with us. It's pretty open in here. Although I did want to, uh, before we get into the questions, what the hell do you eat, Naveed? Because you can't just demand that people eat with you without sharing what you eat. I eat literally everything. Okay, cool. Haven't you seen his Instagram? Food person in the world. All right, I'll eat. I'll, I'll eat with you then. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of Mexican food, though. My girlfriend's Sweet. Mexican, and her mom makes the best Mexican food. Whoa, that's a challenge. <laughs> so I've got a Mexican mom that can do some killer shit too. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back to questions. Uh, Racing Ali says, "Fuck Mary Kill, seventy three nine eleven RS, F three fifty five or Lancia Delta Integrale." pretty easy for me same yeah what do you got i would definitely marry the rs yep uh i definitely fucked the ferrari and i'd killed lancia me too i'm with you that is the right move (laughs) yeah i mean if the maintenance wasn't a thing i would actually marry the f355 though because i prefer the driving experience and the sound of that motor Mm -hmm. um over the 73 rs because you can get close with a G-Body or all these other alternatives, but an F-355 is really special to me. I, f- I feel like I want to marry that one. You want to marry that one? Yeah, Even with the like deal with it, yeah. Yeah, with the maintenance? Just only driving 5,000 miles? It's got <laughs> yeah. plastic surgery every five years, is what you're saying? Uh, every three years, you just like... I don't know, for pull me, the, the motor. steering is just not... It's, it doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just way too light. I'm not a fan. I think mm-hmm. it's overpowered, so... Mm-hmm. That's, that's the killer. If it had manual steering no power assist or anything like that i think i'd be it'd be very similar to the rs Mm -hmm. um but even then like dude the rs is so raw like it's good nothing compares to that driving experience i've driven a lot of other 911s that are like hot rodded and stuff and gutted and set up for track and everything and still like the fact that like porsche did that from the factory it's just I feel like the quality is much better than what anybody else can really put out. So it's, it's really, really good. I actually, that being said, I prefer an MFI car over the RS. Oh, 
Yeah. yeah. So, and it, because you get everything that the RS does, but it's, it is better without compromising, right? Like, yeah. cause a lot of times you can say, oh, it's better because it's, it's more modern and it's more sophisticated, but it's actually like you have the rawness, but it's, it's just even more dialed and more connected and like so planted and still playful. And like, I mean, plus the MFI sounds amazing. So. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Racing Ali goes on to say, what is the most frustrating thing about the current state of automotive media slash journalism, and how would you make it better? Shit. Clickbait. Clickbait, huh? I hate clickbait. Yeah, that is pretty, a thing. It bad. is very much a that's, thing. That's a good answer. How do you make it better, though? You don't. You don't. Yeah. There's, there's no there's way. No Outlaw way. it. So I have a, a weird one. It's going to sound snobby, but... Um, it's a, it's a gripe with just the state of the people behind automotive journalism and, and their experience. And I find it extremely difficult to trust what anybody says, because like the more people you meet and the more you get to know the personalities behind the writing, a lot of them don't know shit. And it's like, <laughs> and, and it's being very frank. I know it's shitty to say, but like, it just makes it difficult for me to like, you read something and it's like, well, does this person really like have enough experience or do they have, do they even know about what, what they're writing about? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but maybe is that just the oversaturation of it then? Because if, if, you know, back in the day when you had like your road and track car and driver or whatever, you like knew which guy you were in line with and you could like trust what he said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and I, now it's like there's people from... Too many. There's just too many. Mm, that, I think that's a part of it. Because if you read, you know, if you read a person and you just like don't agree with anything they say and you're like, dude, where's this guy coming from? For sure. Then you could say, you could kind of like, kind of push him aside and just not listen to that person. Right. But it's hard to, it's, it's hard to do that. I feel I like, for example, like with a Rotten Tomatoes review, right? You can see like what they're critiquing and like that makes sense. And you can sort of align yourself with a car thing. But a lot of times what ends up happening is people are regurgitating the same shit that they're getting from other places. So it almost sounds like they're, they're, you know, it sounds like they knew their stuff and like they, it sounds like they're talking about the right points, but in reality, like it's artificial. And like, so it's just kind of hard for me to like, I, I, maybe I need to read more into the individuals and all that, but it's, I, that's like my biggest struggle right now. It's like, I, I really don't, don't trust what anyone has to say. I feel you. Yeah. I, th I think, uh, that ties into what I'm thinking too, which like, if I picked a biggest gripe, it's like this democratization of, of, uh, of automotive journalism and it's all media right like there are so many people putting out content for free which is exactly us so it's kind of a funny thing to say right but uh so anybody's doing it the barrier to actually getting to people's ears and eyes is super low uh and you know the social media tie-in just makes it all cloudy it's like and and also i'm saying this i've been listening to the chris harris podcast a lot and they talk about the old magazine days and then, you know, how media, you know, you get all the influencers out there who are just like doing reviews uh, to say good things for car companies that are like giving them experiences and trade. Yeah. And, you know, it's all this free content basically is muddying the waters with this kind of worthless content. And it's taking away from the old paid avenues, which is, you know, it used to be so simple, like magazines had a model that would make money and they could pay people to write good lengthy articles. And there was a single source to go find those as a reader. And, uh, that now that there's media coming from everywhere and there's so much free stuff, there's no money in it. And so there, you know, the, the good articles are just going away. 
and there are exceptions of course there are good writers still but mm -hmm. it's you know as a consumer it's so easy to click on the free content that's out there right and it just makes it, it just lowers the bar and you end up with this like you know, the people are questionable sources of information. And like, I, I think I see it too, the regurgitation. Of totally. It's exactly what you're saying. Cause I mean, anyone can be invited to a fucking, I don't know, a, a Lamborghini launch, whatever. Alexis track. Day. Alexis track. Day. And so, <laughs> and they tell you there's like, you know, 10 points that you want to put out there. Right. Like, right. You know, it's like a very stable chassis and the steering feedback is really good. But do you really know what good steering feedback is? Or are you just saying that because that's what they told you to say? Right. And so then you go drive it and it's like, dude, the steering feedback is fucking terrible. Right. It's like, so it's just like, that's what, I'm, but I think it has a lot to do with that. That's the overlap. There's an oversaturation, the whole, like there's a lot of people who just basically like are being kind of schmoozed into like positive reviews right is what you're just saying and yeah but there's always been that i mean they would send people on gnarly trips to italy and sure. all that stuff back in the magazine days and right and they would even treat them better because there was less of them and they would go on these gnarly things they would basically pay for their opinions i think if anything there's just it's like the whole thing with like netflix and everything else like we have like so many more movies to watch and you still can't find a good one to watch, but there's probably more good movies now than there ever has been. It's just a matter of like being able to sift through sift all through the it, bullshit. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with that. I mean, I think there's probably like more good writers than there ever has been. I mean, really. And definitely more good photography than there ever has been. But there's more bad. But there's more bad too. Right. So like it's you all about like sift sifting through and finding mm -hmm. those people that you trust or or the um that you like or those and it's kind of a good problem to have, really, you know, as a consumer, but it's just a matter of like sifting through all that bullshit. So the you know problem is interesting yeah. byproduct. Like so back in the day, picture there are radio shows and everybody sits around the radio in the living room and listens to the shows. And there are very few options. And That's so what one, they do with our show. One of the, I think so, right? <laughs> That's exactly what me and my family do. Yeah. Dinner table, dinner time entertainment. But like one of the side effects of that is that you're, it becomes like a social thing because other people in your community are listening to the same stuff and you can bond over like, you know, whatever that show was and, you know, like what you thought of it. And it's just like going to see movies in the movie theater because there aren't that many of them. But now it's like we're not reading the same articles. Like there is, there's so much out there that we miss that like bonding over the yeah. latest Road and Track magazine because there, you know, there's effectively like hundreds of them with all the online content, and so you miss that like community aspect of it over. Yeah, mm -hmm. but there is. It's still there though. Like everyone, you still hear about this like one car that just came out, and you still kind of like we still listen to the same. You know, like, we'll be like, oh, did you hear so-and-so on Smoking Tire? Or did you read that one article? Like, I feel like the cream rises to the top, like, and the, you know, I guess. some crap rise, rises to the top. But there's still that, there, and there's still the Game of Thrones of the world and all those things where people are all talking about it, you know? Um, it still happens. I just think it's in a, you, there's just more, there definitely is more stuff mm -hmm. out there, you know? Yeah. Um, just going back to what the personalities is, I think that it just 
I, I, this is a, maybe an issue with myself is where I don't trust anything I read or whatever this person has to say until I actually meet them. And then you have a conversation and you understand them it's as glamorous. a, and so it's a whole life. fucking thing, you know? So Every then time it's you like, read a magazine, you have to do like, a, dude, I have to, I have to, to seek them go, out. Yeah. And then like, yeah. yeah. Or, or like, you know, you, you, you exactly. You, you listen to another interview and then you get, get a sense of like, you know, who they are and like, and get an understanding of why they say what they say. Right. And so that's like the thing it was, I was describing. It's like with any critic, right? Like it's like they can say whatever, but like then the more you know them and the way the more you understand them as a critic or as a whatever, then you can see if you're really genuinely aligned, we, right? We need to have like a LinkedIn for automotive journalists where you list your credibility <laughs> points. You know, like why? why it's like I the Black Mirror you? where you rate people. Like, it's like my um, my little list I have of every car I've driven. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, and you yeah. have that. Right. Like it's like yeah. oh well, here's my credentials. Do you really have one of those? I I did in like high school no. and I had this gnarly it was like written as small as possible <laughs> and it would fold out and down, it was like, like you know yeah and it was just like full on both sides Dude, you, you should know? have framed that, that should be i know <laughs> i wish i still had it i think it probably disintegrated right yeah it definitely did i think i washed my wall my wall went through the wash or something <laughs> oh, you like oh, jumped so... into a, a lake once or something and you had yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i had a conversation with a, a well-respected automotive journalist not too long ago and asked him this very question and he said it was so bad that when he was when he's assigned to press trips, he scans the roster and plans his partner that he's going to be sharing the car with mm -hmm. and dinners and all that stuff with ahead of time to make sure he's not with the shitty crowd. Oh, mm -hmm. really? Yeah. Interesting. So it's definitely a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anything else to add? Maybe? <laughs> no. I mean, it all sums down to basically you guys don't want copy paste bullshit. You don't want anybody who's not credible. And you basically want people who, I guess, align with what you say, right? Or just to have experienced. Or at least, I mean, even if it's no, not align with what yeah. you say, I think just have experience to back up an opinion. Yeah. And that's right. I think that's yeah. the biggest thing yeah. is like having the, yeah, having experience to back up what they're saying, whether or not you believe in it or not, or you align with them. Mm -hmm. I think the fact that like if someone's saying this car is like the, the best turbocharged engine I've ever driven and they've driven one other turbocharged car, you can't really like yeah. trust really what they're saying. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I don't know, like that wouldn't be, if I was to have one point to make, like it wouldn't be the experiencing actually. It's more like, I, I, I think if you have more money, if there's more money to spend to be able to pay people to spend good time on articles. So they're actually like, you know, it's good content rather mm. than competing this race to the bottom of competing to get out quick and get it out free. Mm. You know, the opposite of that, right? Yeah. Like I, and as long as you're a good writer and you're capturing the experience of, 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 of the car or whatever, like, I don't think you necessarily need to have driven everything in the world or anything like that. You know, I'm open to good writers with any level of experience. Yeah. As long really? As it's like, so you're talking about yeah, am, the yeah. volume game is really. I don't know. Like I read this one article. Like it was like, I want to say it was like, I don't, I don't, I don't remember who. Oh, it was Petrolicious actually. It was an old one, and it was about a 944. And it's like this lady driving this 944, and it literally the whole article, and it's like somewhat well written and everything, but it ends up being about how like it's 
hard to pick groceries in because it has a hatchback and you already convinced me I, and totally, it was like I'm totally wrong like i, I it was I one of those like people who and, know their shit and it was like totally well it was like a well-written yeah. article and everything and well put together and everything yeah. but all the points were not valid I'm for why you like us an yeah. 80 sports car i'm totally just, going back on everything i just said it absolutely matters like, <laughs> like you have to have experience with cars experience. to know yeah. how, and they're like yeah and the clutch is like it has a clutch and I'd rather have an automatic and I'm like what the fuck like <laughs> this is then why are you reviewing this yeah. car at all like yeah yeah for sure and and I mean one, one last point about check the, out that article by the way go will. if I'll, if you get a chance you know it's on it? Petrolicious just write 944 okay. who wrote it I have no idea. It's, it's a few years old, though. Yeah, and I, what I was confusing, I think, because <laughs> I, I am, I totally am buying what you're selling right now. I'm kind of confusing, like when when car guys are right, you know, when the articles don't necessarily have to be about all the finer points of the driving experience. Like it, a lot of the articles that I like are about the lifestyle the, piece of the it. story I, of it. But I, yeah, but I still, but you still have to have that general knowledge. That, I, I only care about it if it's a person who I respect as an automotive enthusiast yeah. and they're coming from the same perspective of like, you know, we've got this weird tweak where we like cars more than the average person. And you know, that makes us lame and cool at the same time. And you know, they're in the same boat, right? I just want yeah, to feel yeah. like I'm in the same boat with the person. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree mean, with that. And, and, and in a different, so like just to what you were just saying, or you were just saying rather is like, I don't necessarily need to be aligned with their perspective either. It's just about how they like, you don't want to say something to make it seem like you are this race car driver when in reality you're a lifestyle rider. And if you see the car from that perspective, that's cool. But tell me the story from from that perspective yeah right? even yeah. preface like, it with you know, like yeah. i'm looking at this we're looking at this car from the point of view of like a daily driver how does this do as a as a grocery getter and food and a kid picker upper or something right, like right you could you could review a car that way and that and appeals that to someone right read. yeah because you'd that, be like oh well yeah what's a random normal person think about a 944 i'll but, read that article but if you're like saying oh it doesn't have apple carplay or something you're like wait well of course it doesn't have apple carplay it's from <laughs> 1984 you know like there there is yeah. stuff like there's a lot of stuff like that where you know yeah Pictures of Loud Noises has a question for Naveed. Uh, what's the one car you want to shoot but haven't yet? Um, well, the one car that I've, that's like my holy grail, is I'm actually scheduled to shoot on Monday. Oh, so, whoa. Nice. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but it was at Berkeley Cars and Coffee, and I've been trying to shoot that car and tell its story for the past year. So. Mm, it might have a shift knob, like a weird shift knob yeah, on it. It might have one might have of those, one and uh, has a really, really good racing history yeah, behind yeah. it for the past 30 years yeah it's almost does it have a lot of lists does like it have a lot of kills it has a lot of kills for <laughs> sure. so uh cool yeah so that was that was that was literally my holy grail i've been trying to like get racing ollie actually to connect me with him for yeah, a yeah. long time and he's been trying but everybody knows he's a busy guy and always on the move and whatnot yeah so that's finally, a good one things are aligning and the shoot is scheduled for monday afternoon Cool. Oh, excellent, man. Cool history with that car, too. Yeah. So it'll be Hell cool yeah. to tell that story. I actually got approved from our uh, our editing director to do, like, a little bit more of an extravagant story for that car, too. Oh, so awesome. I get to really dive into it because typically we're limited. Well, I mean, we're not really limited, but it's a matter of, like, how much work do you want to put in for how much you're getting paid? Yeah. So 
yeah, I mean, I, I got approval to get paid a little bit more on this so I could dive into it a lot heavier mm-hmm. um, the way I want to. So yeah, yeah. I'm really nice. excited about this story. So you can talk about how it doesn't have air conditioning. It's really uncomfortable and like, you know, it's not a good grocery getter. Yeah. 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 How's the Apple CarPlay though? Yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah. Uh, and this is for speed hunters to be clear. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. This is going to be on uh, speed hunters. So cool. Uh, probably mid next month. Cool. That's Very a quick turnaround. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeti Overland says, after last Sunday's episode, is Art now considered a true psychopath? <laughs> Hash- <laughs> hashtag root canal. <laughs> oh, is that because you like the noise that that? Dude, you like, I, I like the feeling, <laughs> the feeling, yeah. of, of it going into your gums. Yeah. Yes. Fuck oh, that, dude. Yeah. Fuck that. Is right. True psychopath. True psychopath. <laughs> it's really cool. No, it's <laughs> really cool. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Literally, everybody cringes just thinking. Yeah, that. yeah. yeah. You have to like, put art in a cage or something. Yeah, yeah. Or or like, yeah. I'm the type of guy that shit. Knock on wood. We have a very nice wood table here in front. Uh, that if I would want to watch my own surgery. <gasps> oh like I'm down with that. God. I mean, I went. Yeah, I was pre med. I wanted to be a surgeon. That. Like you I would. That, that doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that type of shit. Is what I'm no, saying. Like no. I just say that. I've seen operations. It's cool. It's no worries, mate. You're fooling yourself. He's cool. I'm a psychopath. Uh, That's the problem. (laughs) Yeti Overland goes on to say, have any of the hosts had to change project cars due to fitting family needs of said project cards? So he says he might sell his camper for more camping space. Does the E46 count for that? Wait, sell a camper for more camping space? Yeah. I'm confused by this question a little bit. I don't know. He's selling Uh, his... His, uh, okay, so have you had to mess with your uh, project cars due to family commitments? I think or... what he's saying is like selling a small car or something to have to get a bigger one yeah, in order right. to accommodate for like the yeah, family. Yeah, yeah. In yeah like buying the E46. The E46 absolutely falls into that. Yeah. I sold the Skylark. I actually, well, I bought the Skylark no, no, kind of you, as a family cruiser. You had the ZR1 as your fun car, and yeah. that's 100% zero family or any right. per- people, really. Like yeah. no human should be in that car. So then. You got a car that you can And he fit. bought the Skylark to Four be family friendly. Ended up it wasn't family friendly. Yeah. So he had to get a, a car that was family friendly. Yes. The entire time I was waiting for you to lift that Skylark on 30s. Oh, like, oh donk it. I never donk. even considered it. Naveed. You should have done it. Dude, that yeah. was that's yeah. not too far you from here. You would have blended right in. Now, yeah. <laughs> I know. I what I what theme would you pick? For what? My, for your donk. donk. Well, oh, it's green. Uh, No, Snickers. It's green. <laughs> no. I want to do. Oh, how about Wrigley's, dude? How about Green Giant? Oh, Wrigley's, yeah. I would do Green Giant on that bitch. Oh, oh, oh. Green Giant <laughs> lifted. Yeah, dude. Green on green. Or is there like an avocado one brand I could use? I mean, uh, you can make it whatever you want. It just to like the avocado the consortium, sticker. like the California avocado. You know how they have stickers on them that say like organic yeah. or whatever, yeah. and then the location. Yeah, yeah. I saw an avocado you, commercial. You say organic Oakland, California. Yeah. Just like I saw an avocado or... commercial yesterday. So oh, yeah. you mean for like California avocados? Yeah, pretty dope. have you guys seen that? Cult- I know you guys have been to Atlanta, right? Yeah. yeah. So did you guys see like their donk culture? No, nope. not the culture. One. Saw a donk, dude. They're fucking a... crazy. Yeah. Like, well, dude, they... I thought East Bay puts that to Nash- East Bay what, does too. What, what but is it it's in like... Oakland? It's like National Avenue or University Avenue or something. Where in Oakland? Yeah. They go rolling down. They go everywhere. Dude, I, it, well, I mean, yeah. I just drove down. I forget which one it is, but it's like if you take the side streets or the town streets from the uh, like, basically it runs between the Coliseum and Berkeley. 
It's gnarly. <laughs> oh, you're talking about East 14th, I think. I don't know. Yeah, That's maybe. Pro- I mean, I grew up in Oakland. So, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, but, that general the, area and is the, not the, Just good. like, there were a lot of donks. Like, <laughs> to be fair, though, space. they're being gentrified right now really, really bad. So, like, yeah, a lot bad. of them are actually moving out to, like, Stockton. And oh, I thought the donks like are being gentrified. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm talking about, like, the area. So. Yeah, they're being turned into hybrids. And, no, yeah. they're being, like, like they're being appropriated by, like, like rich white people. and like Well, I mean, you got to get a donk, honey. The hipsters, you know, the ones that are, like, heavily into design they're, yeah. they're starting to like that yeah. concept too i don't know if they they would ever like do it i don't think they have the balls but it's pretty out there for sure <laughs> 944 north america says does being able to find out all of the known issues and problems of a car on the internet make car buying less fun when i was young if i liked a car i would just buy it now if a car has too many potential issues i talk myself out of it before i even go on a test drive no it's awesome hashtag it's premature n- lane hate <laughs> Uh, it's, I kind of awesome coming thing. from though. Yeah, but mm. um, well, to the, be fair, the, labor rate is like two hundred dollars an hour now. Yeah, right. So, but dreams are uh, some of the dream cars are kind of diminished because you know that they're going to have big issues. I mean, even stuff you would never afford. But um, like the F three fifty five, now that we know that's like a really big deal, you kind of put that lower on your hmm. wish list, right? I mean, just but don't you think you would find out that regardless? On a car like that, maybe. Yeah. But you're thinking, yeah, more like um, cooling system on an M3. Like you may yeah. just have bought it and not realize it was such a. a I, I almost thing think it's or... the opposite effect. Like you get to know and feel comfortable with it. Like I think, for example, growing up, like Alphas, for some reason in my mind, maybe it's only me, but had this bad rap of like being super unreliable and yeah. everything. And I think that with more information now, you could like demystify that whole process and be like, you know, other people are doing it and they're kind of, if I ever have a problem, I can just look it up. Yeah, that's true. Like I can basically get past any hurdle. Yeah. And I know this guy is where I get these parts. And yeah. This guy knows yeah. the yeah. solution, how to fix this. I can this. plan ahead for whatever the problems mm-hmm. are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think in a way, so, that's how I think about it. I think it also depends on like how passionate you are about the car that you want to get. Like, I don't think you would. <laughs> Maybe like, it in, weeds in out the case, pussies is what you're saying. Yeah. basically, <laughs> Like you really, I mean, if you know that you're going into something with a whole bunch of issues, then I think you would prepare yourself for that if you're really passionate about it before you buy it, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah. at least I would. Yeah. yeah. It might stop that like casual purchase where yeah. you just like, um, it, where you would have just seen a car on the street and you'd be like, Oh, I want that. Yeah. Now you're like, Oh, I don't want that. Those things have this, 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 this. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's what it's done for me. There's been yeah. plenty of cars that I thought looked cool, but actually are pieces of shit. Yeah. And I've decided not to buy them. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like a Ford Escort GT. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I haven't bought one yet. Hot Rod King DN says, there's no doubt that a dealer license plate frame is the epitome of lame, but at what point do they become cool? Seeing an original metal frame on an old Datsun would be much more interesting than seeing a plastic one on a new 911. It's good. Dude, it's an, it's an age. Yeah. It's like a lot of that stuff. Like old Porsche license plate frames are worth like, up to thousands yeah, of dollars, say, dude. Super expensive. Yeah. Dude. Like a Vasic Polak one. Yeah, or, yeah. Yeah. or even even like a, you know, San Francisco Porsche or something like that. I love that. the Sweet. obsolete ones. Like if uh-huh. the dealership is no longer around. Like, yeah. um, so Santa Cruz has a few uh, dealerships that are no longer Santa around. Cruz Porsche. Yeah, I was just yeah. in a family member. Santa Cruz Porsche, yeah. I was yeah. in a family member's garage the other day and they had like... It was a dealership that no longer exists. It was a Datsun dealership in the peninsula. And like, it was a plastic one though. So it must've been like mid eighties when they transitioned. And like, yeah. I still want it though. It's kind of cool to yeah, have, no, you know? that's right. but I don't necessarily want to put it on my car, but I want to like hang it up, you Just know, to have it. Yeah. Yeah. So how many years before it's cool? 
That's a good question. Well, I think I... 30 years. Yeah, I By think default. Like, to like mid-90s, you're okay. If it was like originally on that car, it's yeah. pretty cool, yeah. right? Oh, that's that's definitely yeah. cool. Or, yeah. If, yeah, I mean, if it's original to the car, then yeah. it stays with the car. But it's definitely not cool if you're buying like a brand new M3 or something. Right. And then putting it on? Oh, no, uh, and no, and it, it has off. like... Yeah. Like the dealer you bought the car oh, from, yeah, no, that's, or something like it's that. It's probably gonna say DGDG DG on it. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. So my 924s has um, a license plate frame from the first shop that the previous owner took it to, and that's Acabel, cool. Like in the like 1990, and mm -hmm. I love it. Because, Is it metal? No, it's not. Uh, but it's it's the stamped um, plastic, but it has the silver lettering on it, so it's not like the flat ones. Mm -hmm. So at least it's textured, uh, but. It's so old that the shop changed names and owner. It's the same place, but it's no longer called that. So it's like, a, you know, anyone who knows and remembers that shop yeah. remembers that it's the same place. Do but, they still work on the same cars too? But yeah, they work on the same cars. And so my car was actually, the, the timing belt was just changed there like, you know, like a few months ago or whatever. So it's that's even cooler to me, you yeah, know, to have that bad. like, so it's, it's original to the car when it came to California and the shop no longer, it's the same shop, but it's different name, you know, so it's kind of history, you know. It has like a nostalgia right, right. aspect to it, I guess. Yeah, I'll bet 30, 30 years is pretty good. Yeah, pretty good guess. Distinguished Auto Group asks, would you rather drive a car with a perfect interior and a trashed exterior or a trashed interior and perfect exterior? Mm. Trashed interior for me. Really? Really? Because you're a photographer. For me, uh, it's like where I mean, I'm it's at. It's also like it's, uh, you know, it's representing you to the outside world. Yeah, but what yeah. does trashed mean? Does that mean like rust holes and stuff? No, I think it just, it just means like... Dented, like, scraped. Just fucked up, I yeah. guess. Yeah. That's a because that one, could be that can be a cool look if a car is like heavy patinaed and then the interior is like cherry yeah yeah and I then mean, it has like clean wheels kind of thing. That's only on old cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't want to see that on like a new Civic. Oh, or something definitely like not. That. Yeah, 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 like an yeah. E ninety M three. That would <laughs> yeah, be bad. Yeah, right? but it, I mean, <laughs> what's look. worse than a bad interior though? A new it Civic pretty with a bad, bad interior, like True. that's bad. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. Man, you guys got to come interior. to the East Bay and see the bums that live in the cars. Oh, we got our oh, bums. We got there, they're dude. bad. No, we got them. <laughs> Those interiors, dude. I've I'm, seen like, I see like, that box. Trash, I'm gonna sell it. To the, they yeah, fill the in stuff. like a brand new caravan, and I'm just like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. I just saw that today. It's yeah, crazy. Um, mm. that's a really 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 tough one because as Warren's saying it's like it's how you're perceived too right like if you're just like this like shit bag with an ugly ass like piece of crap it's like but you guys don't want to give off that impression well it's like, like fuck it all I don't care what you think you might you might um, be a beautiful person inside but you if you look like shit on the outside it's hard to get past that you know? I think with an older car I'm gonna go with the <laughs> the kind of a little tattered exterior I don't want if it has rust though I'm out dude then I'm fucking then I'm picking the then I'm picking a bad interior you don't like patina cars? No, I, I said I would That's I would not mind a like heavy patina even. I think he's talking about oh, stuff either. like that on the he's outside like and cancerous. then a super clean interior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if the outside gross. has rust and shit, then I'm out and I'm switching my. Yeah, that makes my, sense. Yeah. Did you ever see my Z? Yeah, I had a I had a pretty patinaed out uh, Fair Lady Z that had really like a really nice interior and some good suspension. Yeah, yeah, but the outside was like there was like holes and shit all over. Uh, there was yeah, rust yeah. all over it and like. Um, the guy I sold it to actually tried to sell it on Ring the Trailer too. So there was pictures yeah. of it up there. But it was awesome. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I, I, I'd probably, uh, it's a tough one, but I'd probably go interior because that's where you spend the most time yeah. and that's what you're looking at. And like, I just feel like absolute crap if my interior is tattered and like shit flying around. But like, I can see the wires through the fucking seat and all that. But also like just, as, I mean, I'm not 
a professional photographer, but like, you know, you have that effect where you look back at your car every time or you park it in a certain place yeah. to see it when you're eating lunch. And if it looks like shit, like it's like, it takes it's, a lot away from the experience. <laughs> yeah, me. but it doesn't have to look like shit, dude. It could look, that could be a cool aspect too. And that could be like the it, best the thing, way that you're talking best about thing to it. take pictures of can be a, a kind of like a tattered thing not if it's like smashed and shit no no if it's patina that's That's the thing it's like what level of tattered are we looking are we thinking yeah Yeah, dents never look good i don't care no dents never look good right exactly yeah Yeah. uh ben rogat says uh still shopping for a car test driving 997 gts saturday this guy's been looking for a car seriously this guy needs to make up his mind yeah i mean why does he need a car if he's getting free cars anyway well he wants a wants something fun car uh drove a gt4 today wasn't blown away Got a line on a 2012 Boxer Spider. Uh, so like, here's his budget again. Once again, Ben, sixty to sixty-five thousand dollars. Ben, you have all the and money in the world. Just buy a car. Dude. Manual transmission, rear wheel drive. Thoughts: uh, M2, Viper Coupe, ZR1, GT350R. He he. I remember he drove Navid's R32. Yeah. And he like loved it, and he's talking about it's the greatest thing ever. I don't know why he he, just he's afraid that. of old cars, so he's only looking at new cars, yeah, as right. you can tell, as which is not necessarily says. our wheelhouse. If you're not <laughs> blown away by a GT4, I mean, I don't know what's gonna do it for you at that price range. Like, yeah, good, good I, point. what GT4 is 65k though? Yeah, I know. In that right. direction, I'll buy. Yeah, it. Exactly. right, right. Seriously. Um, any other thoughts coming to mind? We've already answered this question, so I'm not sure what we were gonna add, but. Um, anything I mean, to read? I think 2012 Boxer Spider is a good choice out of all of those. I mean, that's what I would choose out of all of those Somebody options. Good I just don't know what's asset. better than a GT4. They sound killer. Well, I, I love I mean, the way they look. Not an N7 GTS, right? That's pretty solid. That's very solid. That's really that good. is a good car. I think yeah. I'd rather have that than the yeah. Cayman. Um, it's a big mm. Dan Berryman says, Brian's E46 saga has me wondering if a one-car solution is possible for someone interested in tracking and autocross. What would be on each of your short lists for fifteen to twenty thousand dollars? Sub thirty five hundred pounds and suitable for daily and track duty, and it has to have back seats. I have the perfect car. Oh, good. What is it? I don't. E thirty six M three. That's yep. my choice. Totally. Yeah. That's what I would go 100%. with too. Yep. Have one for sale. Yep. E thirty six M three. Do you really? Yeah, I do. Feels kind of old. No, I I feel like, dude. I I don't know if you guys have like seen some of the stories that I put up, but like I love that is like the ultimate car to me it is very very yeah. good it's it does like, literally everything you could ever yep. need a car to do it i handles, agree it has it looks comfort great. it looks great it's like it's going up in value so you're not going to lose money in the car yes. it like literally everything it has the least amount of problems compared to like the newer you know e46 m3 and all that stuff so for yeah. me like the e36 m3 is very very high on my list i've yeah. had a and lot of them you can't get a four-door uh e36 e 46 m3 so yeah exactly out, well you right? could get the zhp yeah and like try to make it you know as yeah, close yeah. to that but i mean again you would be i don't think you would get the benefit the benefit of like an appreciating asset that's the biggest no. thing for me yeah. is like, yeah dude you're gonna you're gonna get this car and you're gonna beat the hell out of it and you're still probably gonna get all of your money back out of the car right. at the end of it when you're tired of it yeah i you think that's that's back. the answer for that price yeah. range mm-hmm I, I agree i agree too. i think brian's solution is pretty solid too yeah, I mean, yeah no yours is but, the E46 is awesome. It's hard to beat that setup. I, yeah. And I, th- I think the, the jump in interior is a lot. For me, it's a meaningful jump between E36 it and is. E46. It is. It's a much nicer place to be, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I think that's a good argument. That's fair. But, yeah, I mean, I guess, there, yeah, besides BMW, there's really no it's tough. four doors. It's, yeah. 
I mean, I, you're absolutely not an e, 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 he didn't say four M3. doors he said rear seats oh rear seats yeah. I mean you could do a 944 that was dialed yeah but he wants real real, real he wants seats, real seats I mean you, and yeah. you could do a 996 but that's so risky and that's pinner seat I, I mean would there's not other that cars there. too that are that are good I mean like I think a 2.5 RS Impreza would be nice um, head it's gas a little issues. slow, but well, head gas I mean, is, yeah, the 2.5 liter did have the head well, gasket issue. For that, you money, can fix you that. could almost do an STI. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could. The, like the prices yeah. on the GD uh, Subarus are significantly low right now compared mm -hmm. to like any time that they've ever been. Yeah, but you do have to put in a lot of money in maintenance on one of those. I no, think. not really. I mean, it just depends on Don't who they, you buy the car from and how, how they took care of it. The problem is Don't they do like rod bearings and everything. Like no, 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 no. That was a past. Oh, so like oh seven, they switched switched over to I believe Taiwanese um, rod bearings and pistons, um, and so that's when the catastrophic engine failure started. So oh seven so and up, they're all trash. So the ideal year, if you're gonna get an STI, is gonna be an oh four. 06. Yeah. So 04, 05, 06, they had the strongest motors. Yeah. Um, you know, the Japanese, everything it was all built in Japan. So it was it was solid. Um, you could also do an Evo. Yeah. Evos are so expensive right you now. You can't get one for 20? I think uh you could, yeah, but it's gonna have over hundred K for sure. Really? Yeah. The prices on the Evos are sig like especially on the older chassis, like the Evo eight, Evo yeah. nine, the nice ones. Um they're they're dude, dude, they're in the thirties right now. Eric Eric, uh, Eric, Eric nice needs to sell his his that one he has has like six thousand miles on it. What? That's crazy. The really? black one. Honestly, if he was to detail that car, because the last time I saw it was on the rally, <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. How no, that was the now. other one. He has two of them. Oh, he has oh, two. Really? Yeah. So he has the one that's like not modified, like less modified. What no, is, is it that? more modified? I don't know. He has a gray one and a black one. Maybe I forget which one. I think the gray one has six thousand miles on it. The other one has not that much. He bought them both. I don't know, brand new maybe or that 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 low mileage one would probably do really well on bring a trailer yeah. I think it was one that got up to like i think like 60 or 70 holy crap really was uh, it an mr or something uh it was an evo 9, 9. mr i believe nice. but evo you don't want an mr in that i would want just too. a nine i just want to by nine. the way that looks fucking badass that's, no, it looks <laughs> good that's what go i'm to saying senior like, and look at his uh, evo uh, yeah. on instagram so during a couple other rally. ones that are coming to mind um a uh mark six uh gti you can get the four doors. Yeah. Also a. Uh, I mean, go Mark yeah, Seven if you're yes, doing the that. ST. Well, can you? That's out of the price range, right? No. Up to twenty, he said. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Oh, he's oh, in. Twenty-five. Dude, four, 20, fifteen. You're in it. Right? Like yeah, yeah. Mark Seven. Twenty-five GTI. is a good budget. You can get a lot of. Yeah. A lot of yeah. I, I was just yeah. gonna say, besides, like, you know, yes, I know the door panels have the shitty glue and all that. You can sort all that out and go through the clips and the saggy freaking uh, glove Glo box store and the E36 M3. I love the E36 M3 interior. I think especially the 95 with the dials and like. Yeah. It's so like yeah, it's so like it it's so driver focused it's and it's so I, simple. Like I, vent, I I love the it. Vent gets me. That the, in the middle, I love it. It's it's perfect. And, and it then, flows I mean, need to go. It works really well. It the does. thing that you mean the vent works really well, or yeah. usually it works. Yeah, no, the vent works really well. I just can't get over like I think an E46 dash is perfect. I think there's like no better dash almost. It's just a nice little pod. Mm. Everything. I I feel like it's just so much better. Looking. So but that's not the only reason to get a car. I don't want to oversell it. I mean, the E36 has the benefit of being so trim and lightweight. Like, I, I like the kind of narrow body. So on that note, sure. I mean, I would hate to daily an Evo. It is such a fucking shitty interior, dude. Mm. It's like, it's so bad. And it it's has like, the worst turning radius in the world. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I've only driven one like on mountain roads, not on <laughs> city you driving. Make, but... You can't make a normal U-turn. Oh, really? Yeah. That's annoying. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the STI interior isn't that much better, but it's better. It's I mean, definitely the better. They're, yeah. they're like better put together. Yeah. Mm. 
They definitely have less like rattles. They feel a little more solid. Mm. Mm-hmm. So he has, mm-hmm. he's got options. Yeah, he's got a ton of options. So it, it, for E39M5, is that getting too Ooh. heavy? Yeah. For yep. traction? You're, you're, you're already oh, over 3,500 pounds, which was yeah, his that's a big bitch. Oh, 3,500 pounds is the limit. Yeah. yeah. You could go E34. You can get a good E34. Like a 540 I would 6 No, you can M5. do an E34 M5. You, you definitely you really could do an M5. But just that motor is like so expensive sketch. to maintain. Yeah. Well, and what do you think, Art? You owned one and you are kind of doing the daily driver family car thing. Like, that vintage is that good for all around daily driver one car solution it's fine you just have to just stay on top of the maintenance and it requires valve adjustments e36 is a better car for both things i agree except for yeah the rear seat room's a little bit better on the on the e34 but 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 i mean otherwise better for dailying and for track use sure yeah you and the aftermarket support for that type of use is there and like yeah i would totally go e36 m3 you Uh, don't have those like the m345 yeah that's what i would do and you just do like chassis bracing and stuff to fix that kind of like potential failures but you don't have that motor like you don't have that stuff lingering over you like oh shit i gotta adjust valves and i gotta you know keep on top of all like i said at 25k you can get a already vanos completed you know valve cover gasket done cooling system overhaul yeah the entire subframe redone bushings done right everything color. done for like 15 16 on m3 post yeah like, i've yeah. seen them a lot yeah yeah are you guys cool with a little uh quick pee break oh of course <laughs> <laughs> let's do a little recess and then we'll uh we'll come back okay sick patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome go check us out on patreon and become a patron of our podcast where you can get exclusive weekly podcasts from us that average around 25 to 45 minutes we have about 55 of them up on there and we do them every week uh we also give you discounts on rallies also first chance to get on the rallies which uh this last one or this upcoming rally sold out within nine hours and it's a it en- ended up being a patron only rally uh yeah and we give you uh sticker packs and some other stuff so go join us patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome thanks we really appreciate it and we're back we are back with navid from speed hunters amongst other things um, hello. we're gonna do a couple more questions eat. he does like to eat with navid yes um okay so let's do a quick this is a quick question just a round table sure. rapid fire croc gt4 sunrise or sunset sunrise which have, which have resulted in your more, more memorable drives memorable drives sunrise I can think of a few sunrises that stick out. I did sunrise in the twenty-four hour, twenty-five hours of uh, of uh, Thunderhill. That's mm, pretty that's because that's like after a long night of yeah, racing. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, and you get the transition of like the dark into like your. It's like this big epic moment of yeah. like you're the awakening. I guess sunrise is a thing. There's only been one really good sunset drive, and we did Warren with Gen, like into the I water, exactly what you dropping down about. on Stinson Beach, like uh, down there. That uh, that's when you guys took the Ferrari and the RS out, right? Oh no, no, no. That, that that we took uh, the 993 Turbo, 964 S2 Turbo, and uh, E30 M3 Sport Evolution, nice. and it was dropping down and f- from the mountains down to- towards the water as the sun was setting. You know, you could see it up uh, from up high. It was really epic. Very, very. But, yeah, How about so- you, Naveen? Morning or? Um, evening i mean i like both but i've definitely had a lot more more morning drives so 
I, I guess I would lean more towards that, but I've had some pretty good sunset ones. Like recently me, Gen, Derek, Jason Camisa, and like, uh, oh, I saw the picture. Unless we all went to, uh, that area like stinson beach area and stuff mm. and we did the whole like mira oh yeah and farina thing yeah, yeah it was pretty dope like sunset time that's yeah. cool <laughs> so it was nice and we know what croc gt4 likes right dude all about Don Don Patrol. <laughs> big fat flip says being an old tacoma owner i've always had a soft spot for mini trucks of course this means one of my favorite features from navid was the one on the Datsun 521 money no object what would be your interpretation of an ideal mini truck uh radwood or otherwise me anyone yeah i like um there's a toyota mini truck i forgot what it's called liam has one i don't know if you guys know liam or not but no um, is it rounded edges like pre-tacoma just before yeah, the no, tacoma? No, it's, it's pre-tacoma it looks almost like a 521 it's got um it's got these like oh. hook things on the yeah back. yeah, yeah. Oh, early oh, sr5 yeah. i mean yeah. dude Pick that up. was weird those beds came they were they came with a smooth bed or those for a certain amount of years. It was like an option. Yeah. It's a very cool option. Yeah, I, li- yeah. I like those a lot. I think those are awesome. And then I also like the Nissan Hardbody a lot. Too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. That was my first car. Nissan Hardbody? Yeah, so I have a, a big soft spot. It's very hard for me to choose between a, a regular cab, uh, Nissan Hardbody, and um, I, I love the Highway 9 freaking... Uh, Toyota pickups that you mm-hmm. know, regular cab round ones whatever they were like, like a 91 yeah 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 92 just when it's rounded 89 they, they put the the steel wheels on with fat tires and they just like bomb around highway 9 and yep. boulder creek for some reason <laughs> I mean that's not like mini truck in style you know this is not like low rider like you know articulating bed sort of thing and convert, it's street style bed. yeah it's street style yeah. i i'm gonna go mitsubishi mighty max i think they're rad really? looking when they're really nice they're really cool looking they're wow. very i've never seen a nice one so <laughs> <laughs> they're rare did you go to uh, radwood la the last one no i didn't oh there was one there it was i haven't been any of the la shows that you it had like a yet. just yet yeah, yeah it was I mean, a thousand dollar paint job i think uh hard bodies make for the best yeah mini trucks i think it's just like the most like most cohesive design it's just like the smoothest and you can do stuff with the paint and everything else outrageous and it kind of everything it flows really well on those i don't know what uh what they're called but it's the previous version of the yeah nissan, those are cool nissan slash dots uh-huh. pickup it's like an like an 82 83 it's got like the tapered front end with yeah. the four uh square headlights yeah, yeah. those look super cool i really like those yeah they, Yo, those look rad so good for four by fours where it's like giant four x four those yeah, look yeah, yeah, those. so good when they're yeah. four by four yeah, out I, I would do something crazy with those yeah i don't cool. know exactly what but i really like that body style i feel like mini truck style though the spirit of the question is more like lowrider with the bed and everything yeah. i think hard body yeah. is the best as lane is saying is it looks good. it looks it just works yeah, the, the mazda work. b2000s or whatever they're called b2200 they're like yeah. they're just not as good looking as a hard body though they have some that's like true. they seem cheaper yeah yeah what about a bullet side i mean that's cool it's pretty but, rad but yeah they're pretty cool yeah i think i'd I, it's weird that I want to make it more like a race truck. I like those when they're more like yeah. 510 style yeah. with like Watanabe's right. and stuff like right, that. Right, right, right. So I look at those as more of that and I can, yeah. I have more vision of like a low rider, you know, mini truck I with the like Nissan. I feel like an S10, like an like a early 90s S10 would work really well too. Those work well like, too. Because it's very square. Field. It's well front, like with the grill. I think yeah. it would really work as They're a just like field. so shitty compared they're to like so, a Nissan. Yeah, 
made like complete. Yeah, yeah. they're just simply <laughs> trash. I think that trash. was a super common one for the lowrider scene, right? It seems like it. I mean, I, I feel like I like it, the yeah. custom trucks. I don't think there were too many custom hard bodies. You know. It's good though. It's shitty, so you you're just gonna. Rip there was quite a apart, few, right? dude. A lowrider with the articulating beds and stuff. There's, those oh, yeah. are hard bodies. Yeah, dude. There was one at Radwood, Vegas. Oh, okay. oh right. Yeah, the black yeah, one. There's, right. a, there's and, a lot of them in there. And the bed was yeah. doing all kinds of shit. I have nice. a soft spot for Chevy S10 pickups. It was the first car I slid around, like, growing up as a little mm-hmm. kid. Like, I, it was, like, on the farms over at Buena Vista nice. <laughs> on gravel. Yeah. It was so fun. You need to put a little more accent on Buena Vista. Buena Vista. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that was Italian, dude. Buena Vista. Buena Vista. <laughs> I typed in... Um, Mitsubishi Mighty Max into Google, and uh, the third thing that comes up is our video, which yeah, we nice. did on my Mighty Max. That's that's it right there. Um, how many views to date does this video have? Oh, it's like trivia 80, for the 80, Thursday 000. show. Eighty thousand. That's yes. a lot. You get paid at that amount. That's oh, probably a pretty good. That that's probably a pretty good guess. I'm gonna say a hundred thousand. Oh God, you guys are really good. I would never have guessed this. Ninety-seven thousand views. Holy crap! Ninety-seven. Yeah, Dang. Dude, that's, that's really good. That video is like <laughs> ramped up, actually. Really? Yeah. Right, so, <laughs> and that's when we had in the Lemons Film Festival. Nice. Our our most popular video is Blaze's Boxster video. I think it has like six hundred thousand views or something crazy. Like how? Because it's got the clickbait at the title. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like how do <laughs> we, I bought a five thousand dollar boxer? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Exactly. Um, all right, last question. My femur hurts. Says I enjoyed Navid's article on the McLaren. What's the threshold that you think is too fast for mountain driving? Anything over three hundred horsepower. Which McLaren is it? Which McLaren? I, read, I wanted to read the article after I saw that comment. Um, so I did a story. I was. I have a friend who works at McLaren San Francisco. Um, actually worked at McLaren San Francisco. He doesn't no longer works there. But basically, he got me in connects with their PR team a while back. Um, and. I waited like six, seven months before they had a press car here. Um, And then they finally did bring one and I actually wanted to do a story on a 720S and it just ended up being a 600 LT. Um, And I mean, they blew me away with what they wanted me to do. They basically invited me to a track day and we did like 10 back-to-back sessions of just consistent driving the hell out of this thing. That's awesome. And this was at Laguna Seca and it was, uh, so there was three, three driving tiers. And so there was like a, like a very, early beginner there was an intermediate and then there was an advanced um and they wouldn't let us go into the advanced so i took the intermediate and this other guy took the beginners level but then their pro driver was doing hot laps on during the advanced sessions so like this thing went driving for like 12 hours straight on every single session brutal it was it was crazy and like it was fine by the end of the day the tires were worn but that was it like everything else was fine it was crazy. But anyways, um, so I took it up like, you know, the roads that we usually drive up here. Um, <laughs> and like, dude, I've never, I've never gone up like 84 as fast as I've, I, I did that day in that car. It was ridiculous. What'd you think? Was it too much? Way too, too much power. Dude, Cause Way I just, I just got to drive one. What, what's 675 LT. LT. Oh, your friend has that, the gold yeah. one? Or the orange one? Yeah, the orange one. Yeah. And I, I was blown away. I was expecting it to be ridiculous and unusable just because it was too fast and all that. Yeah. But I thought I thought it was like super good. Were you at the limit though? I don't know where I was. I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure I wasn't at the limit. I, I mean, Dude, yeah, that I mean, car had no, I mean, so I'm much grip. There's no question. It, I was nowhere close to the limit because, it, you know, it's yeah. like on these streets. Yeah, it can't be. But it was all of the elements... 
were still super engaging at the lower end, right? Yeah. And, uh, it was, I mean, definitely using the car. And uh, yeah, I, I was surprised that it did work. Yeah. I'm super pleased to hear that you can like thrash on them all day at a track. Well, day you and can't good. though. I think like I got lucky, but like, huh. so during Monterey car week, um, Gen had a whole bunch of people over at his place that were all McLaren people. Like literally everybody who came by happened to have a McLaren for some reason. I think they were like in a group or something, but anyways, they were all complaining about their cars being in for service because of like hmm. just normal driving, like daily drive. Like these guys don't drive hard. They kind of like just build for show or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were all complaining about having issues Typically with older ones, I think like two or three of the twelve C's were. Yeah, the early ones were basically trash. Yeah, the twelve C. Yeah, that's what. And the MP4 dash twelve C's yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't know. To me, I, I think it's engaging for sure. Um, but I also think they manipulate it to make it feel like it's engaging. But I hmm. couldn't get that car to lose control no matter how much I tried. Like it had oh, so right. much grip. That I shit you not, like I could feel my face being pulled down. <laughs> like it was, it was really like it was. It was something that I've never experienced before. I mean, yeah. all the cars I drive are old, so they yeah. don't do that. You know what I mean? Like you're you're slipping and sliding before right. you're past the limit of what the tires can handle. But this thing, like, it was it was like next level. You guys ever see that episode of Top Gear where Jeremy Clarkson is in a GTR and R thirty five? Yeah, and he slips his back disc. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was yeah. neck or something. Yeah, yeah, or his neck. Or yeah, yeah, it was like worse than that. You're like uncomfortable Dude, almost. When I went home, yeah. I was like, "You ever go like on a roller coaster back to back, like, yeah. like, or even just go karting all day? Yeah, you know, or just like, go karting all yeah. day. Some, yeah, yeah. Something that just really like puts your like senses really high. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just like this weird like buzz. Like when I was right. driving home, I felt like lightheaded and, and <laughs> all sorts of crazy. But I also had a really good instructor. Like they had their pro driver um, riding passenger with us, and this dude taught me all sorts of stuff that I had no idea I could do on the track. Like it was it was crazy. So it was, awesome. it was, it was like awesome follow experience. the line and Dude, track he out taught me stuff. how to chill break through like some of this stuff. Sweet. He taught me like, like, I don't know. You guys have driven Laguna second, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. the, like the blind part of the corkscrew, like yeah. right when you're cresting. Yeah. Over, yeah. He taught me the, like the perfect precise line on where to go through that. Plus where to power out mm. to like get that actual push out mm -hmm. to like the edge of the, of the opposite banking turn. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, it was crazy. Like that, that alone is like, gut-wrenching when you're doing it right you know what i mean like especially yeah. in a car that capable too oh, yeah. i mean you're not and learning at low speeds in a miata That's i mean we were totally passing like 720s owners and stuff left and right it was it was it was pretty interesting it was, it was fun yeah yeah, I mean, so that's interesting. Yeah, because yeah, you throw out a number three hundred, but it's like that compared. Then you're talking gearing and weight yeah. and like all that. But yeah, like, that's true. But I mean, I guess you're talking about a car like a, a car that's off the shelf three hundred stock. Yeah. Right. Well, I feel like anybody who's going to be going for a sports car, um, per se, they are typically most sports cars are oriented to be you know sub three thousand thirty five hundred pounds anyways. So I feel like three hundred is just like the peak perfect number especially for yeah. somebody who's like just looking to get you know very very meaningful driving that mm -hmm. like teaches them how to drive better and gives them the sensation of driving fast and everything but mm -hmm. also not killing themselves like yeah. right away you know so yeah i think, I think that's, that's a nice that number that's like a I totally you know agree. 333 is a uh, e46 m3 uh, e yeah. and that's a little heavier and then like you know a 996 uh is 300 and they yeah. weigh like right around 3,000 pounds yeah and that's like a really fast car for these roads yeah um, absolutely so i think what that's a, the, that's a pretty good number what's the uh e30 m3 evo uh that ken has How 240 much? horsepower yeah it's, not, it's yeah, 240 not right yeah. yeah and what's a what's a club sport 
240. 240. I feel like that's my sweet spot. Mm. That's where I feel like I have to work hard to get mm. the car to do what I want. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I think not be overwhelmed number. like initially. Like those two cars are so pure. Yeah. Three, I, I wouldn't mind. I think that's a good reference too because, it, you know, like we're. I think Navid, you're throwing out 300 as like, that's kind of like the max where you start to, yeah, that's know, my, that's my peak. And right, so right. like a sweet spot makes sense, right. like around 250. And those are cars that are both uh, around 2,700 right. and something pounds. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, super dialed as far as like a pure driving experience. Yeah. That's all they're there for, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I do agree. That's like kind of as fast as you want to go. But, you know, there is those, like Brian brought up uh, when he was talking about the McLaren, there's those like, you know, as the cars get newer and faster, they also brake fat better and they handle the corners a little better. So you're it's like, whole package, your safety yeah. is like a little bit there, but still you're going, your safety's fine, but what about yeah, everybody but, else? Yeah, exactly. Still, if you're going 150 out of straight and a deer jumps out, you're, you're going to hit that deer at 150. <laughs> exactly. Like there's still that kind of stuff where it's like, yeah. Right. It's, and yeah. there's the argument that it's not necessary. Like, sure. Exactly. That's what I argue. Well, that's the whole thing. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. You can have all this horsepower and yeah. so you can have like crazy upgraded carbon ceramic brakes to match mm-hmm. it. Uh, but then the only thing you're getting is way more top yeah. speed. And when you hit the deer, you're going to hit it faster. That's and the argument. It's not necessary. That's always the argument for like a Miata, right? It's right. like, oh, but you can just have as much fun in yeah. this. And you're, you're also, your consumables are way cheaper and all that yeah. kind of my, stuff. My main gripe is usability, like usable power and also ground clearance. And you got to know all those things. But like ground clearance like is big. Like um, we're talking about um, there, yeah. like with the 675 LT, it's like the gearing was right to where you could be redlining and shifting and shifting. And like when you're stuck in a situation where like second gear is 85 miles an hour, it's like, you know, then you're not, you're not engaged as much, you know, and like, like in part of that, yeah, yeah, right, right. And so, so those little details, I mean, even like my NSX was kind of a bummer that I had the US oh, spec, yeah, the US spec uh, gearing sucks, you know, it like, I, and that, you know, the, I wanted the JDM gear set, or you could do the final drive, you know, thing I or think whatever. I think that but, single-handedly killed the driving experience of that car for me. It, I think it, that's the reason why I don't It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah. Especially for our roads up here, you know. Yeah. Dude, and like, I think yeah. that gets back to like that kind of goes with the slow car fast thing. It's like, all I want is shorter gears, dude. <laughs> Cause I want to be able to like row through yeah. them and, and have a lot of, you know, and be able to shift more basically. Yeah, I agree. And I think on top of that too, like older cars, you get more power band up high than you do down uh-huh. low. So like if you're like in an NSX, you're in second gear and like red line is all the way near nine K. Yeah. Like your power band is between seven and nine. Like it's really hard to stay between seven and nine on these roads. Cause you can hardly, you, I mean, you, nobody wants to drive in first, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So yeah. like being in second, you're in, you're at like three to 5,000 RPM the majority of the time. And it's like, you're not getting power even though it's available mm-hmm. and it's just, it just like kills the whole thing for you. It turns yeah. into a momentum car. Going into first around a turn is just not yeah. cool. Yeah. 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 Sure. That's not You're good. Die. Yeah. I had yeah. to do it a lot. Yeah. I remember page mill specifically where it was like downshifting yeah. into first, you know? Yeah. Page mill is really tight. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think, I mean, we're definitely aligned with you, you know, we're, uh, this is kind of our yeah. wheelhouse. Like, I mean, that whole, like, philosophy. Um, I think Brendan comes from, 
he I, just from having kind of personal private conversations with him where he's like really in the fast car fast camp yeah and so and i think driving a fast car fast is really fun too uh but like you have to have the right environment for that you know and like and i i you know and it's dude, one of those fast things. car fast is awesome yeah like, but it's dude. like you know yeah. and and we disagree on this like he loves to take his ss on alpine and it's like i would hate to drive that car know, on that alpine too, dude. Yeah. it's like because you know you how much can you be flat to the floor on the pedal through that road like yeah. never well, it's right? like i have this i have this clk amg 63 black series right now that's a that's a big bitch you know yeah 3920 pounds 500 horsepower do, do is that thing begging for alpine fuck no dude it's like no i'm not but but brendan would argue against yeah. that right? and it's, it's so. just you know it's whatever you you like out of an experience yeah. but like we're definitely you know we're having yeah, as we're talking like i mean i think we're more aligned in that way it's like you have to have and and you know laguna i think is a perfect place for a car like a mclaren right like oh yeah because like it isn't my favorite track you know it's it's very high speed sweepy kind of it reminds yeah, me yeah it doesn't like, have enough of like transitions yeah yeah which it's fine it has a good flow but like you know i i prefer sonoma a lot more personally even thunder hill but um but i can see how with a with a car of that level of performance everything is coming up quicker so yeah. maybe it makes more sense you know yeah, i would agree with that yeah yeah where like i think it is a lot of fun to drive with a car that's that well laguna is like connecting corners and i think I think like Sonoma has like the S's, which, you know, that adds that little bit of like, it, yeah, yeah. like it, it adds a, it, I don't know, it's just more diverse and it's in its right, terms, yeah, but I guess. Really, really good hairpin. And yeah. You yeah. Have, yeah Although Laguna's cool. rad. Yeah. No, Laguna's cool. cool elevation just, has a corkscrew. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Can't, I think, can't really argue. But I think it's the change at Laguna is like, awesome. fuck, it's like un, right. unlike anything else. It's yeah. definitely the place. And I mean, that's I, not I, as uh, extreme as it used to be. You know? Yeah, it was used, way open. It was, right? it also, was and it was like a steeper drop right there. Right. Oh, I didn't know about that with yeah. corkscrew. I had no right. idea. Yeah, because they, I don't know when they changed it, like twenty five years like, ago I, or something. I feel like bad that. for people yeah. who race spec out at Laguna. That sounds like so annoying. To oh, me. going like, up that back hill, <laughs> like oh. all of the hills. It's like so, I know. Yeah. so I, annoying. Yeah, so annoying. In my E thirty, but black, like right when I was building it, and uh, uh, I was right behind this other guy who's later a friend uh, in a Miata. And we were both just struggling. You get up, the, you know, past turn five, and it's like everything. You know, you're like reading a book while you're going up the, <laughs> yeah, going up the hill because it just takes so long. Yeah, like we went all the way into the floor. We literally had to let off, dump it into like six gear, and just like coast by that because that's where the sound check. Uh, is. Oh right, right. Yeah. And like so, they the guy was just like, we don't want to get kicked off today, so just let right. off, and yeah. then we'll see how it goes. And like that's crazy. The McLaren's even that that loud, huh? Stock With the turbo awesome, too like, and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was loud, dude. Huh. On the on the way down, Matt, uh, you know, uh, Hachibashi, who yeah. might have been the McLaren guy you're talking about, um, he sent uh, uh, he sent me a text that there's an F355 uh, Modificata, which is like the race version, and they were permanently banned from driving on the Nurburgring because it had it was 137 decibels, and what? I had no, I didn't know that there was even a decibel limit at the Nurburgring, but I guess on the tourist days, which is just the open day, it's 95. Dude, but limit. 135 is like the level of like I was listening to it's Smoking like Tire. And they were talking about like sound assault cannons. Yeah, it's and insane. that's like the that's the level where if you shoot that off, you will like start going crazy, and you have to cover your ears or like run away from this because it's like, brutal. That'll like, yeah, that'll basically make you go nuts. That you'll like sense. you'll like pass out. Basically. Yeah, 137 decibels. That's insane. I mean, it's on the outside. Were you too, at um, at Rolex Reunion during Car Week? I wasn't. Oh, you didn't go. So they had a they had a 550 there, which. 
mind you, this car for the first time, I fell in love with the 550 because I saw an actual race car version of mm-hmm. it. I've never seen this. And I was just like, holy shit, this looks so good. But dude, this thing was like, it like it's a V12, so it still has that, it, and it's naturally aspirated and everything. Yeah. But I don't know if they had like like some sort of special exhaust or something. Yeah. It was so loud that like when it was going through the straight, it was the only car you could hear. I think I, I heard someone anything. talking about that. It was so. ridiculously loud. I think um, what's his name, uh, Jeff Weiss was there and oh, heard okay. it too, and he yeah. was like in love with the sound but that thing was really like, really loud. 333 sps are the same thing they are just like shrieking yeah loud. so i wouldn't be surprised with this 355 being 137 yeah. decibels or whatever that's crazy that's a podcast v yep. thanks for joining us all right so thanks we got a uh, little cot right there for the sunday show no he has to sleep on the little uh, oh, the little, the little love seat all right. all right i was gonna hang his feet over cot's got a little more room yeah later bye later see ya. God, you guys are really good. Patreon.com forward slash driving wall awesome. Go check us out on Patreon and become a patron of our podcast where you can get exclusive weekly podcasts from us that average around 25 to 45 minutes. We have about 55 of them up on there and we do them every week. Uh, We also give you discounts on rallies. Also, first chance to get on the rallies, which uh, this last one or this upcoming rally sold out within nine hours and it's a it ended up being a patron only rally uh yeah and we give you uh sticker packs and some other stuff so go join us patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome thanks we really appreciate it